Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on. Well, we are here, all black and white, trying to fight for equal rights. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on. They came from Los Angeles and San Francisco, or about the distance from Moscow to Bombay. They came from Cleveland, Chicago, or about the distance from Buenos Aires to Rio de Janeiro. They came from Jackson, Mississippi, from Birmingham, Alabama, or about the distance from Johannesburg to Dar es Salaam. By the end of August 1963, in some places of the United States, a Negro could not go to school where he chose, eat where he wished, build his home where it pleased him, or find jobs for which he was qualified, said the narrator of the documentary entitled The March by James Blue. He goes on by saying he had been insulted, beaten, jailed, drenched with water, chased by dogs, but he was coming to Washington, he said, to swallow up hatred and love, to overcome violence by peaceful protests. Yes, it was hard to imagine nonviolence. This is especially in light of what we have witnessed since January 6, 2021. My, what a difference. The volunteers and protesters were trained mentally and physically to resist the temptation to engage in physical altercations. There was a strategy to address any violence that would befall them. On that day, the 250,000 or so citizens were determined to exercise their constitutional right to protest peacefully. It was on this day in 1963 that the March on Washington for jobs and justice took place. A century before that, Abraham Lincoln had declared all persons free and here in New York, volunteers made 80,000 cheese sandwiches for the attendees of the march. For two days and two nights, the volunteers, black and white, worked together to make their mark on that historic day, all the while singing songs of the freedom movement. Like, hold on, keep your eyes on the prize and hold on. And like so many others from around the country, especially along the East Coast, these volunteers were ready to live into the scripture for today's lectionary that you heard from Hebrews. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. The goal of the march was for freedom and jobs. Yes, and on that day, Malcolm X attended. The story was recounted by a woman who was 16 years old at that time quoting what she personally heard Malcolm X saying upon his arrival. She was there as one in attendance to receive visitors and guests, and he came into the area where she was stationed. And she said, and I quote, I could not not be here, is what he said. I couldn't believe my ears, she told the reporter. That was an example of mutual love. The moment was met with an understanding of the mutual need for justice and liberation. 
Malcolm X knew that the experience had the capacity to break down the barriers of division and assist the plight of the black community, then called Negroes. Lord have mercy. So while his ideological position was different from Dr. King's and the nonviolent movement was not his preferred method, he understood that the historical moment was far weightier than the distinctions, theological and otherwise, made by the two leaders. On that day, no one was an outsider. The sheer humanity of all God's creation was not only a welcomed unifier, it was the scriptural imperative that guided Dr. King and all the demonstrators, volunteers, activists, organizers, everyone in attendance from all persuasions and all theological traditions. Yes, all theological traditions, all races, all creeds were among the 250,000 or so attendees on August 28, 1963. So today I pick up where our senior minister left off from last week's sermon. He gave a preview of the meaning of this moment in time and juxtaposed it with his reflections on that moment in history. Yes, he's been reflecting upon what his, his now 70th year will mean and all the experiences in life and ministry as he prepares for retirement, which led up to this point and leaned into the anniversary of the March on Washington in his message last week. In some ways, his reflective analysis reminds me of what the writer of Hebrews was trying to say to that community. The people were being called back to the faith they first confessed. They were reminded to hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize as the freedom fighters and those marchers proclaimed the writer in Hebrews was saying to this community of gathered Christians, keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on. Yes, the writer of Hebrews told them that they would only be successful if they worked together. Only if they worked together. Like one of the other freedom songs, walk together children, don't you get weary, for there's a great camp meeting in the promised land. The people then needed to work together to remember what brought them into the faith and the belief and knowledge of Jesus Christ. We have also come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now, Dr. King said in that speech. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy, he said. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time to make justice a reality for all of God's children. But there is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to degenerate into physical violence. 
again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. In his way, Dr. King takes us back to the message of the writer of Hebrews today. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on, hold on. My sisters and brothers, as we still continue in our fight and our quest to live out that admonition that the writer of Hebrews gives to us, to allow the mutual love and respect to flow and to entertain strangers with the love of hospitality, let us hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize and hold on.